Hello everyone, it's me, Clementine, back with another episode of Dear Clementine, your go-to place for the advice you may not want to hear, but that you definitely need to listen to. I am, as ever, the mother you never had, the sister you always wanted, and the auntie who always listens. So let's get to it. I'm recording today on the land of the Wurundjeri people. Remember, wherever you are, know whose land you're on. Dear Clementine, for a while now, I've struggled feeling connected to my legal name. My parents were very religious and named me in Hebrew with a biblical name. My last name is also very long and people always misspell or mispronounce it. From the age of three, my parents shortened my first name to a nickname for the sake of ease. But that name seems more suitable for a child or a puppy and not a woman who is as fierce and passionate as I am. I am also no longer religious and the Bible does not hold any meaning in my life. I've graduated from university and I'm excited to do some big things with my career. Currently, I'm looking for investors, launching a brand, and I'm working on writing my first book. If I'm going to change my name, I feel like I need to do it before I release my work into the world, but I do feel challenged with the quest of finding a name that feels like me and that I really like. I have a few ideas, but I haven't felt 100% committed to any of them. I just don't want to go through the fuss of changing it to something that I'll later regret. I feel like some people really do fit the name that they're given, but I've never felt that way with mine. Is a name really that important or is it silly to want to change it and am I just overthinking this? Well, I think that first and foremost, if you've been thinking about it for a really long time, then it obviously is very important to you and you're not overthinking it, you're considering it and there's a very big difference between overthinking something and considering something. I also want to say that, you know, I've talked in this show about particularly in the context of marriage, I've talked about how we need to really work hard at celebrating women's achievements outside of a relationship context. So when you say things like you've graduated from university, you're looking for investors, you're launching a brand and you're working on writing your first book, fucking congratulations to you. That's amazing. And I hope that you wake up every day feeling incredibly proud of yourself and the goals and ambitions that you have for your life and how you are carving out a future for yourself based on what you want for your life. Amazing. If you're not celebrating yourself, regardless of whether or not you've chosen a name for yourself yet, then start celebrating yourself today. And to everyone listening, if you're also doing those things, those things. Start celebrating yourself for them. Make rituals in your life and traditions that honor you and that honor your friends outside of connecting them or tying them with another person. This is how we change the way that we see ourselves. This is how we change the dynamics of how women are celebrated at all. In regards to choosing a name, I can't speak to that personally because I've never changed any of my name and I'm very happy with my name. When I was younger, I was very self-conscious about Clementine because I didn't want to stick out. I moved around a lot. It was already quite stressful having to go into new social environments, particularly when you're an adolescent. And I felt like Clementine was such a weird and different name. Like I didn't meet another Clementine until I was 20 years old, I think. And I always felt like it was asking too much of my peers that they know my whole name. So I would, or that they even, that they bother to use my whole name. So I would say, well, my name's Clementine, but it's okay. You can call me Clem. As if I was just immediately giving them permission to make my existence easier for them. Uh, Now, of course, I really love my name. And you've obviously had the opposite experience where you've maintained this, this real feeling of distance from it. I don't think that you need to work on loving your name or accepting it. I think, as I said, that you've been thinking about it for a really long time, and that's a good sign that you can take control of that aspect of your life in exactly the same way that you're taking control of your financial and economic future. And you're right. It's much better for you to do it now 
before you launch yourself out into the world as a professional, because then you just get to be that name and embody it and people will know you by that name. Choosing a name for yourself is a process that can either be really difficult or it can be really beautiful and empowering. You don't have to decide anything legally right now. You can just try things on, you know, just try on a name for a week and obviously be very respectful about the name that you choose. We don't want to, I don't know what your background is. You mentioned that you had a biblical Hebrew name, but you know, don't go and appropriate from any other cultures because you think their names sound cool. Like be really respectful and mindful about a name that you choose because it's the name not only that you present to the world, but it also reflects your, your, who you are and your values because you've chosen it for yourself. So be conscious of that. You may through that process find something that you really like, but I would also as well say to reach out to your trans friends. And I hope that you have trans friends to reach out to. I hope that they are in your circle. I hope that everyone has diverse networks of friends because, you know, amongst other it's always good to like surround yourself with people with diverse experiences and diverse uh, lessons to teach the world and the leadership that we can witness and benefit from in trans people is so beneficial to our lives without being like, you know, exploitative about it. Like you don't treat any marginalized group as if they're your free teacher, but the certainly the lessons that I've learned and the inspiration that I've taken from seeing how my trans friends navigate the world and exist with pride has been really amazing. And I feel so grateful for it. So go to your trans friends. Don't just do this by the way to like a trans educator on the internet. You know, there's don't go and ask someone to share their, you have to like have trust already with your friends to be able to have a conversation like this. And if I'm getting this wrong as well to any trans listeners, please, please contact me and tell me that I've, I've misrepresented this or that I've, I've, I've not included one thing like, I am going based on what feels right to me, but I might be wrong on this. If you have that relationship with a trans person in your life who has um, chosen a new name for themselves to represent who they are and to embody the joy and pride they feel in their existence, if they are open to having that conversation with you, learn from them and their experience. What, What did it feel like to choose a name that represented themselves? What did it feel like to to as part of their like affirmation in the world to start using that name and what advice would they give you on what it means to choose a name? Um, now, if you don't have those people that you can have that conversation with, uh, and again, I stress that they have to be people who you already have a, a, a very deep, like relationship of trust with already, because that's a private personal conversation for a lot of people, then Google, because a lot of people have written about that experience as well. And that's them offering that out into the world, Google and read their words, listen to what they have to say about it and learn from their experience and appreciate the gift of that exchange and that, that offering that's being given to you and know that we are allowed to choose the name by which we are known. We are allowed to navigate for ourselves a space in the world that we feel reflects who we are and you're, that you're not like 
being silly or ridiculous for wanting to do this. There's no rule that says that you have to, there has to be a reason why you change your name or that that reason has to be like um, legitimized by anyone else. You're just allowed to do it if that's what you want. And there's lots of people who have changed their names for lots of reasons. Obviously it's not only trans people that change their names and not all trans people change their names either. There are many people to, from whom you can seek guidance, again, who've written about these kinds of things, who, um, who have much to teach. And when you change your name and when you find the name that fits you, you'll know what it is and you'll feel joy in that name and you'll feel like it is who you are. And I would love to hear from you when that happens. Now, just a reminder to everyone that we're releasing a special episode talking about the crucial need for every single person to use their voice and get involved in speaking out against the genocide that is being enacted against Palestine uh, by the Israel state, speaking out against our own government here in Australia who are co-signing it, endorsing it, refusing to call for a ceasefire. Um, We elected the ALP believing that they would fight for the rights of the people on some level, on some level that they would fight for the rights of the people. And they are catastrophically failing in their duty to speak up for human rights right now. So listen to that episode, please. Please get involved. Please use your voice. This is the time for the international community to show that we will not stand by and watch as something this depraved happens right in front of us. Until then... I don't just hope this episode finds you well. I hope it finds you fired up. Yours sincerely, Clementine. <laughs>